Welcome to Dating in the City, Season 3. We're your hosts, the Conte sisters, matchmakers, and co-founders of Matchmakers in the City, an old-school personal matchmaking firm. Regularly featured on CBS, MTV, Forbes, and more, we've been celebrity matchmakers for nearly eight years. And now, we're spilling all of our secrets about love and relationships to you. Welcome to Dating in the City, Season 3, Episode 3. Um, we're your hosts, Alessandra Conti. And Christina Conti-Pineda. And you guys, we're back. We're back on our, what is it, bi-week-ishly. You guys, I'm sorry. Tri-weekly. We're, we're consistently inconsistent. You know, it's like my cleaning lady comes tri-weekly. So, and I wish she... And the, I've never heard so no, no one uses it. That's why when I was like, oh, can she come tri-weekly? And they're like, what does that even mean? So that's basically what we do here at Dating in the City. Um, I wish that we, I mean, no, I actually don't wish that the podcast was the only thing that we did, but because we, so like the reason we're not like just podcasters, so we are the, we're the, like the heads of a company, heads of a company, <laughs> we're like the heads of a, of a matchmaking agency, so our primary concern is always business, and then obviously we love, um, we love giving back, this is, you know, the podcasters are like our community service, um, so... We're just so excited to be back. We hope you guys have been group doing therapy. well. Yeah, like this is like group therapy. <laughs> exactly. It's group therapy for the masses. Um, uh, so anyway. Oh, I was talking about for us. Oh, for us? <laughs> oh, for maybe for me. I mean, I know I kind of use this as a therapy session. Some ex-boyfriends haven't been too excited about oh, mentions, mentions of them. Um, but anyway, I also want to preface this by saying, you guys, I'm getting over in an illness, and if I cough, I so apologize. I most likely will. I'll probably cough a lot. I'm, like, hacking up a spleen right now. Um, so I just apologize. I'm not even sick anymore. It's just this cough that has been lingering. Um, so just after you've been warned. Um, but let's dive right into things. Um... Okay, so the Celebrity Matchmakers Relationship Report. So, Christina, do you want to tell tell the tell oh, the class? Why don't you tell me this because? <coughs> oh, oh, I can read it if you want. Yeah. Okay. Oh yes, I see now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alessandra was actually on Access Hollywood, and let's deep dive into the hot single Hollywood stars. Okay, okay. You didn't really preface this properly, Christina. Okay. I know I didn't write this out for you, but. <laughs> Okay, so last week I was on Access Hollywood. This is basically exactly like what you just said, okay. but um, it was so awesome. First of all, I have I've done a lot of different TV things, but I've never actually done anything for um, Access Hollywood and for um, for them uh, yet. So it was a very different experience. I usually work at I usually do CBS, so. The whole like behind the scenes stuff and like the studio, it's so different. It's so different. Mm. Um, and so for Access Hollywood, um, it was amazing. So they reached out to me because they were doing a matchmaking segment. And I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but we currently have some incredible um, men who are single right now. Um, some yeah, of Hollywood's. 
finest. Yeah, I saw that on one of the when I was in CVS, <clears throat> one of the covers of People magazine about this. I mean, yeah, this is I don't know why so many men in Hollywood are single right now, but it's like all of a sudden the top bachelors of Hollywood have become single. So, we're going to go over each of these bachelors and then go over my selections for them and I would love to hear your thoughts, Christina. Yeah, and can you tell everyone how to find this if they want to see? I I don't even snippet? know anymore. I well, I, I know that you can see a small <clears throat> snippet of the the I guess the the meat of what she did. It's only a small segment, but at least you can see her choices and some of the reasons why. And that's if you just YouTube Access Hollywood and Alessandra Conti. Yeah, and we'll try. We're gonna put a link. I have the interns yeah, looking they're gonna for, look for the long to try one. to find the long version. Right, but that's um, the short version. If yeah. you want to see it, if you need it immediately. If you need it, really, like you guys, I know that this is kind of life or death for you, and you really <laughs> need it immediately. If you can wait, the interns are finding the full episode. But I right. actually watched it live. It was so much fun to see. Well, not live because I was in it live, but it was live for East Coast, and then it was like pre-recorded for West Coast. Oh, so you watched so it? So yeah, West I watched Coast. it on the West Coast. That's it was good. so fun. I wish I would have been able to do that. <sighs> you know, but they'll, well, women supporting women. I guess that's <laughs> not what we do here in the Conti family. Also, if you like sisters our sisters supporting sisters, <laughs> I was working. <laughs> Okay, well, I know you were actually like at the office <laughs> the at office, 7 p.m. Yeah. less. But anyway, let's get Just into it. One thing, though, for everyone <coughs> to know, if you like us on, on Matchmakers in the City on Facebook and follow that page, that's where we will be posting the video. That's an yeah. easy way that you'll get all of our And updates. I also, so I'm going to go over these guys and we're going to go over these guys and like kind of the archetype of man that they are. Mm-hmm. So you guys can that's really good. relate this to your own lives. Right. Whether so, you're that kind of man or maybe you attracted to that kind of man. Yeah. And like what the best fit for that person would be. Right. So the first person that we talked about was Keanu Reeves, okay? So Keanu, 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 whatever. First of all, he's 55. I know. There are all these men are like in their 50s and 40s. So ladies, when you are telling us you only want to date men in their 30s, you just like remember that Brad Pitt is 55, okay? Yeah, Brad Pitt is 55. Brad Pitt is pushing 60. Oh, gosh. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. I'm on board at the end of the day. I'm on board, you know? Anyway, so, so Keanu. Keanu. But so, Keanu's never been married. He's oh, really yeah. No, but he was fresh. engaged, and his um, his girlfriend or something like that di- uh, um, died. First of all, she had a miscarriage of their baby, oh. and then she ended up getting into, like, a car accident and dying. Hmm. So, poor thing. He's been through a lot, and he lives in New York City, which is just Satan's playground, as we know, and the most depressing place on the earth to live. And he takes the subway. So there's this literally, with Keanu, there's this whole movement called hashtag cheer up Keanu. (laughs) Because there are all these photos of him, like, just being a person in New York City. And having lived in New York City, I can tell you, everybody looks depressed on the subway like I was the only person smiling and then but you can't smile because you will literally get accosted by every like homeless people not that homeless people are bad they're lovely but it's just you have to be safe and on the subway you have nowhere to turn so if you smile at someone you could get stabbed so Keanu knows but he there are all these photos of just him like sulking in the subway 
Um, but anyway, so it's just, yeah, cheer up, Keanu. So anyway, I, so he is just, and he's just an intense guy. He's serious. Yeah. He's passionate. He's stoic. Think so, Matrix. That's yeah, yeah, that and he's just saying. such a serious man. Like in all of his interviews, because I did a lot of like mm-hmm. intel mm-hmm. Um, when I was uh, I, there was a lot of like prep work that I did yeah. just as a matchmaker, and that we have to do. <coughs> and I didn't want to just give BS matches. Right. And like I said, I can neither confirm nor deny have ever having ever worked with these particular right. bachelors. Right. Wink, wink. Right. But we do know a lot about them, so mm-hmm. I will say that we know a lot about these guys. Um, so anyway, so I, when you have a guy that's so intense, so serious, so passionate, so stoic, usually people would think, oh, well, he needs a girl that's also that way and who's also just really, you know, um, just deep and dark and like, uh, like, a, 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 a what's her name? Um, an Angelina Jolie type or whatever. Absolutely not. Okay. I loved, um, I had a tie between Amelia Clark, which was who I talked about on the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so Amelia Clark, I'm loving, and Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel is more age appropriate. Um, oh, how yeah, old is she? she is, yeah. oh God, I think she's 39. Okay. And, but Amelia Clark is like Almost 30. Amelia Clark is like 31, 32. And Keanu's oh. 55. <laughs> like, and I know that there's an age difference, but so I love these girls though, because first of all, Amelia is like, Keanu's Benjamin Button, literally. I just talked about that. And Who's Benjamin Button? Remember the movie Benjamin Button? Isn't that a, someone? So who, Brad Pitt was in that movie, actually. Speaking of, speaking Brad of, yes, him. he was him. But basically, he ages backwards. Oh. So he started. I th- I guess he like started his life as an old man, and now he's like aging backwards. I see. So when you call someone a Benjamin Button, like hopefully people will, will be referring to me as a Benjamin Button with the help of Beverly <laughs> Hills. Benjamin. Pla- ben- yeah, Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button with the help of Beverly Hills' finest plastic surgeons. Um, they'll be referring to me. They're like, oh, she's seventy five, but. She looks. She looks like she's twenty five. Um, but anyway, so I mean, I love Amelia Clark because she's just so bright and happy yeah, and just is. just vivacious and yeah. bubbly and passionate, but in a light way. And I really and also his mom was British, so he's Canadian. So there's like this. She's British, so there's this kind of uh, Electra type thing going on there. I love them as a match, and I just think that. A lot of times people think like like and like go together, but I just disagree. I think that you need someone who's bubbly, outgoing, vivacious, a little bit quirky. And then I also love Zoe Deschanel. Um, yeah, she's fresh off her divorce, though. Um, but she's quirky. She's super intelligent, all of that. So I really liked those two people. Um, what do you think, Christina? Yeah, no, I, I think, I mean, Amelia Clark is, I think, a fantastic young bachelorette oh to my be gosh, honest I, know. I love her <laughs> she's she just has so much going on but she also has a really deep side to her too mm-hmm. because she's gone through a lot of health issues really yeah I didn't know yeah that. I looked I looked I looked at a few things that she had gone through and it's it's a lot so what, she, what did she go through I forget what it is but some kind of illness that incapacitates. What? I don't know. I, I'm not sure exactly the details. How strange. I know, but she has this really, this smile and oh, love this her. beautiful energy. Perform, just 
beautiful mm-hmm. way about her yeah. that I think is going to make some man, whoever it is, mm-hmm. so happy. I mean, she's making the world smile right now, so, mm-hmm. you know, some lucky guy will get that every day. Maybe right. it's Keanu. Yeah, and I like their person, I definitely like their personalities together because I think what you were mentioning before is he is more of a, his personality is more of that brooding intelligent Mm -hmm. melancholic personality whereas Mm -hmm. she's more of the bubbly Mm -hmm. side of kind of every diamond needs a setting we always say Mm -hmm. and Amelia is the diamond and Keanu is a very attractive setting but he's a very he gives that masculine and she gives that feminine she's also more sanguine than that's the word that I want sanguine sanguine means more of the happy just yes Sanguine. She has a deep Sanguine. side of her, but she's more of that. I think that would be a really great personality fit. The only yeah. problem is the age, but as age you is said, just you number in care. Hollywood. You wouldn't care. sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. Okay, so let's go on to Brad Pitt. So honestly, Brad Pitt was probably the hardest person to match make. Just yeah. to be completely honest, I mean, he's already been with amazing, married to amazing women. <laughs> Yeah. And also, it's just, he is so, like, there is such a, it takes a woman to, uh, and I actually initially was thinking Margot Robbie, but Margot Robbie's married. Oh. Yeah, isn't that, yeah, Margot Robbie's married. She's only 28, but she's married. Um, And I know they were just in a movie together. But, so I said Kourtney Kardashian. Mm. So, um, basically, I mean... This was kind of for selfish purposes because I'd really love to see Brad on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> I just think it's like it's time for Brad to just be integrated into like our daily lives. You know, I feel like we see him, but we just see him in movies. Like, I'm ready for that next step in Brad's career. Um, but also, I God mean, bless my obvious I just think that he would find her and her family just wildly entertaining. Like. I see it as kind of like a comic relief for him because I feel like he was in such a serious, heavy thing with Angelina. And with Courtney, she's not – she's a bit lighter. Like, she just is a bit lighter. She's a she's super into her kids and her family. Um, and also, like, it came out he had an alcohol problem, and Courtney knows very well how to deal with that with Scott. So they're also, like, at the same level of fame. And even though – Courtney is it's kind of like new money old money like Courtney's like new money and Brad is like old money because but it's more like new fame old fame Mm -hmm. so and also quite literally new money and old money um even though Brad actually has a new money remember yeah yeah, he was like discovered on Mm -hmm. Hollywood I think he worked for Chick-fil-A the Chick-fil-A please yeah Yeah, one of your ex-boyfriends used to always tell that story remember really yeah because he was a model and he just was really inspired by that story I don't remember he I don't I knew I heard yeah. it, but I don't know where. I remember him always saying that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that with girls also, when it's – like, Brad is one of those guys that is just the hottest guy in the room and, like, literally the most charming, the sexiest, the most <laughs> masculine. Like, so I think that for someone like that, they need to be with someone who isn't going to be phased. And that's the beautiful yeah. thing about Kourtney Kardashian. She's very, like, into herself and into her own life. But she's not going to be like, oh, my gosh, Brad. Oh, my gosh. She's just going to be like, okay, yeah, you're awesome. We have a great time together. So I think that as a woman, when you get a guy that is just like that, it does take a very special woman to be able to yeah. 
Well, you just have to be careful. I mean, he doesn't really have the best track, <sighs> track record. record. <laughs> 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 well, he was with Angelina for a while. I know, but things things went sour. And I, I don't mean to blame anyone. <coughs> anyone that are just not easy, but it's just kind of hard. Yeah, it's, it's tough, and it's even harder in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, okay, so moving on to Bradley Cooper. So, oh, he's still single. He, yeah, he he just broke up with his girlfriend. I didn't but, realize he was I mean, dating someone. Yeah, I can't even. I mean, again, Bradley Cooper. He was the youngest of these bachelors. He <gasps> was like forty something. Really? Um, yeah. yeah, he's forty four, I think. Hmm. I had these ages written down, but I deleted them. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but anyway, well, I think the last one is the youngest. Yeah, actually, no, Liam is young, and so is Michael. Um. With Bradley, I mean, I just can't get over the Lady Gaga of it all. Oh, the movie. That you I saw. can't get over the Lady Gaga of it all. The I think it's just you know we're, we're, it's time for them to come out of hiding. I I just as a matchmaker, I can't fathom fathom another match for him until he gives us a go hmm. with Lady Gaga. So I think it's just really important. I think as a nation, we've been through a lot in 2019. We just deserve this. You know, we deserve to see. Bradley and Lady Gaga. Like, when you have that much chemistry with someone in it, – it's it just it, – it, it, but, uh, but, okay. but they're actors. That's the Doesn't thing. Doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care. I know. Something transcended, yeah. and the world felt it. I know, but – I don't care. I don't accept – Okay. Uh, I, I okay, moving I'm on. Silence. Liam and Emma. I just want to get through this. Yes. Liam – oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I revealed. Liam Hemsworth. So Liam Hemsworth, as you know, dated Miley. Oh, was married to Miley Cyrus, and, and he's younger. He's in yeah, his thirties. He's, 30s, he's right? thirty. Yeah, I yeah. think he's yeah. He's young thirty. Yeah, twenty nine. I oh, think even or thirty. Okay. Yeah, I think he just turned thirty. Um, I love Liam Hemsworth. Um, they were engaged. Yeah, Miley and him. No, they were married. They got married for a year, and then Miley. Oh, Miley's. You know, Miley. She's just being Miley. She's just a free bird. Let her. Let her. Let her fly. Um, <laughs> baby bird. Let her fly. Um, there used to be a song Miley and her dad did. I forget what it was called. Anyway, so I said, and this was kind of a weird one, mm-hmm. Emma Stone. So I know, I know when I even when I when I was researching it, and then I just kept coming up to Emma, and I was mm-hmm. like, I the reason I picked this is because I feel like Emma Stone was like a young Miley Cyrus. Like if Miley grew up without. In not being in the, in like music, mm-hmm. and without having that like wild side of her personality, I think that her and Emma actually are really similar. I see that in their personalities. Yeah, I see that. Like mm-hmm. like if just things were different, and witty. Miley took herself more seriously, yeah, but still witty and intelligent, intelligent, and, you know. funny, says what's whatever's on her mind, right. outspoken. Um, but she's also like a serious person and is more stable and I just for a guy like Liam is like someone who I feel like he's that guy that's that wants to settle down he's ready for love you know and when you get a guy like that you also want to pair them while a guy like that a lot of times a stable guy someone who's a secure um has a secure attachment style which is what it seems like Liam has um, they will be attracted to that wild child. Mm-hmm. So it's important for them. Um, Miley literally can't be tamed. I mean, to quote herself, she can't be tamed. 
So even though that's super attractive for someone, if you can relate to being that person who wants to be in a secure relationship, you may be super attracted to that person who is super creative and just lives by the seat of her pants and just has just anything, says anything, is just wild. It's important for you to seek someone who also has that level of stability. Yeah, that's true. It's kind of like... F. Scott Fitzgerald with his wife, who was like that. She was very unpredictable, mm. and it ended up being a really difficult marriage. But mm-hmm. he was yeah. just taken by her, yeah. and it's it's important to look for that stability as well. Totally. And then finally, Michael B. Jordan. Um, Michael B. Jordan is a precious gem, and who is he? He <laughs> is the actor that was in. Um, oh my God. Uh, he's and he's a. He, hold on, wait, wait. wait. Let me. I, there's I, no I reason I know. shouldn't know well, this. I don't the name know of this movie. Things, so that's why <coughs> I need to know. I, I know the other people because Black Panther, Black Panther. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So he was in Black Panther. He's a really just fabulous actor, and he just takes himself again really seriously. Yeah. I said Selena Gomez, and it's I more, really liked that. One. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. more for her to be honest. Mm-hmm. She needs this. She needs a guy who takes himself seriously Justin didn't take himself seriously now he's trying but honestly once you get into drugs it's really difficult to steer steer away from that even if you're going to church all the time um that's really difficult so I'm just ready this is honestly more about Selena he's passionate he's masculine he has his life together super serious about his career he's also introspective also fun fact He's like, I like that he's a little bit newer to mega fame. Um, and so he, so he comes from, he's actually from New Jersey. So we love Jersey boys. Um, and just like get more down to earth, I feel, mm-hmm. than someone who's like born and bred in LA or just had that early fame, mm-hmm. like Justin, who just then went off the rails. Um, and he considers himself spiritual. And fun fact, he bought a house in Sherman Oaks. And for his family. So he like lives with his family oh. in Sherman Oaks. But probably like a beautiful home. So Sherman Oaks is like the valley, guys, for people that you guys the people that don't live in LA. Yeah, um it's the valley. Dollar homes yeah, and it's so it's it's beautiful. It's not, anything Sherman Oaks no, it's one point five one point five. <laughs> one point five is the the, yeah. the least amount. And that's even not yeah. actually honestly though, some of the one point five er homes are stunning. Yeah. No, no, and no, that's actually course. a really good buy. I'm not saying that yeah. they were bad for that amount. I'm just saying it's very hard to find out house that's under a million right. yeah but no no no. yeah but it's actually crazy because really the 1.5 million in sherman oaks are gorgeous mm. and you can't really you cannot find that on the other side of the hill mm. so it's really something to think about like it just in the it's, it's just something to think yeah, about real estate okay you guys that's that's that that's nice. that thank you alessandra for no explaining problem. those a little more <coughs> perfect as i die so, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I don't know if I'm sold about the Emma Stone one. I'm no, I know, Liam, a lot of people aren't. But, yeah, we'll think about it. I mean, I got, I know. I'm sure he's not. Listen, I think, I know. <laughs> Sitting alone every night. Yeah, <laughs> venture to say. Just, I was in West Hollywood last night, and I was just like, I had forgotten just <laughs> how scene. Hollywood it was. The scene. Yeah, I went to Toca Madera, like right on 3rd Street, and I think... 
that Third Street is the most Hollywood place mm. ever. Remember Churchill I used to it. be there? I Churchill. Liked Third Street. Yeah. It was just like every single person that I saw was absolutely impeccable. Mm. Like impeccable. And I was just like, I really appreciate it now. Yeah. Because after living in New York where no one where everybody looked so tired, it was just exciting to see, nice. you know, just everybody looked fabulous. You know, mm-hmm. just like me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. I'm so kidding. Okay. Well, now we're going to move on to Gone Girl. Gone Girl is the new sister segment of our beloved Boy Bye, where we deconstruct the mysterious ways of the f- female mind. We'll, or we will debate this. Oh. Is this? <laughs> is this a Gone Girl or it's just a girl thing? That was the Oxford grid. Okay, I'll change that so we don't keep messing that up. We will <laughs> debate. I'll read the next one. So is this okay? Sorry, sorry, guys. The professionalism. Oh my gosh! Stop. <laughs> okay, so the first one. Is... Attention to detail. Okay, sorry. <laughs> she wants to take things slow. Gone girl, or it's just a girl thing. Hmm, Alessandra, maybe you have some thoughts about this one. You know, I do. Mm-hmm. As someone who enjoys taking things slow mm-hmm. um, and who has been burned when taking things too quickly, oh, yeah. I think it's just so important. Like, a lot of guys, when you say, like, listen, I want to take things slow, I think when a girl says it, it's a little different than when a guy says it. Mm-hmm. When a guy mm-hmm. says it, it's a bit of a red flag, to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think when a girl says it, it's and this is totally a double standard, I'm – I know that, and I'm aware of that, and I'm, like, I get this. I get it's a total double standard. So I think that sometimes when guys hear this, they think it's what they're thinking, like, wait, I say this when I'm not that into a girl. Like, that saying, like, listen, I want to take things slow, because when a guy says it, it means, like, oh, I want to just date you, not define the relationship, like, not be exclusive, not do this, not do that. But I think that when a girl says it, or a woman with good intentions says it, I think that it just means that she literally just wants to get to know the person and doesn't want to jump into something because maybe she had experienced something where she jumped into something in her past and it didn't work out um, because it went too quickly and they it just wasn't authentic. So, so true. that's my opinion on this. And I think that that's why some guys get a little weirded out by that and they're like, wait, mm-hmm. take things slow. What does that even mean? Because right. in my opinion also – when a guy knows, a guy knows. Mm-hmm. I think guys usually know. And yeah, a lot of times they'll hang on because the girl's attractive. Yeah. Um, if I've learned, honestly, I've guys, I, ladies, I've learned this over the past eight years. And it, it just, like, is consistently affirmed for me. So we just had a new client come in, and he told me. I feel me, like we need some music, too. I know. <laughs> I know. Preface this. I know. And we had a new client come in, and he is really attractive, really attractive, um, amazing profession. I don't want to give it away because uh, whatever. But he told me that he was with a woman uh, for five years. And he said, listen, I knew I wasn't going to marry her. Like, I knew I wasn't, Mm -hmm. but she was hot, and the sex was great, okay? We had great sex. She was hot. And honestly, I just hadn't found anyone better. So I was like, it's a good thing. It's not the thing. So ladies, just know this. 
And I, I really believe this, and it's been affirmed, when a guy knows, he knows. And when a guy's ready for marriage, he's ready for marriage. And if it's not with you, he may still stay with you. Yeah. If, because he's like, oh, she's hot, we get along, and we have great sex. Why wouldn't, why would I end this? And I haven't met anyone else. It's not that I'm actively looking, but I'd be open. Mm-hmm. So after, that's why it's so important after, you know, if a guy is still saying things like, I don't know, I don't know if you're the one for me. Oh, I don't know if, you know, I want, if I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready for marriage. I don't think I'm ready for this. It's it's after like a year I think that that's, I think even after a couple months, months. I think a guy knows guy on knows the first couple, a couple dates. Months, yeah. I think a guy knows, like, on the first couple dates. Well, Some depends. vocalize it, others don't. Yeah, and, and some guys also have that, that pullback period, which yes. we've talked about or we will talk about in the future. The indecision phase. The, indec- the, the why men pull away thing. Yeah. But. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? You want me to, or do you want, should we save that well, for another that's segment. a good it's a good thing to talk about since we're on it okay great just quickly forget yeah sure <coughs> just quickly every man has a period where he needs to think about if this is going to be he wants to take the next step which is going to be serious and or just leave it and it's a period where he pulls away so a lot of women freak out if they don't hear from him and he usually is very consistent but he needs that time to process okay this is a woman who i could potentially marry am i ready for that or am i not ready for that Mm -hmm. and if he comes back and he's ready he will be very consistent from that point on Mm -hmm. if he comes back and he's just wishy-washy then he's decided that you're not he's not ready or you're just not the right one for him yeah. So don't freak out if a man pulls away. That's that's something that we can spend what, a whole what the pe- podcast what on. What period, though, how long is too long for a guy to pull away? I would say a week is generally what I've seen. So no and con- this has been you don't hear from them for a week? Yeah, I would say this has been pretty much, I've heard this over and over again. It's yeah. different for different men because some men are more communicative than others. You get the 20 percenters yeah. who, it could be a day or two or mm-hmm. three I don't know, but a lot of them don't even take time away. They might just tell you. The 20 percenters might just say, I'm just thinking about everything right now. I don't know. I've never heard stories about 20 percenters with this, only just the general guy. Do you want to explain the 20 percenters thing? Sure. So there's, this is a generalization, but I've seen it to be very true. Yeah. 80% of men are more the kind of classic man's man don't really get women as well, aren't mm-hmm. very communicative. 20% of men are the ones who are texting all the time, who are wanting to talk about things. More the star of the show. The they would be the, the communicators, the the just the charming, charismatic ones. Everyone's t- he's talking to everyone in the room. Everyone loves him. He's the life of the party. 20 per- um, 80% are more behind-the-scenes guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I mean by this this thing that I'm using. But to jump back to the want to take things slow, I'm thinking about the song which I would listen to in college. It's called It's On You by Joe, this mm. singer named Joe. And it's a How does it go? It's on you. Oh, stay home. Take a ride. You decide it's on you. Oh. Everything that goes on between us two. It's 
on you. It's this R and B song. And it's I would look it up. Don't take my rendition as good. I I loved that. I was loving it. I recommend everyone to listen to it because (coughs) this is a man who genuinely cares about (coughs) the woman. He's not trying to push things. He's letting it go at her pace, and that's really important to know. That's nice. Where's Joe now? (laughs) I don't know. Joe. He's in Hollywood somewhere. Um, Okay, I love it. Beautiful. Next Gone Girl. She doesn't text you when you tell her to text you that – when you tell her to text you that she got home safely. Gone Girl or It's Just a Girl thing. Oh, this is – I hear this all the time in day coaching with I know. It's so funny. (laughs) Guys really talk about this. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Christina? It's definitely just a girl thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people forget to do that. I've done that. I've been guilty even though I'm, I am try to be a woman of my word about every little detail. I know. I told you to text me when you got home. And I did. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So I would not judge them too harshly. However, if you follow up the next day and after 5 p.m., I recommend – and she's still... Wait, after 5 p.m.? Yeah, I say letting her wait a little bit. Are you kidding? No. I hate that advice. That You go on a date, well, then, and then you don't hear from the guy until 5 p.m.? The next day? I don't think that's fine. Please amend that. I completely disagree. No. I, like I think it. 2 it p.m. Saying. should be latest. Okay, well, it's different for everyone, but I know the, some of the women who I work with like the chase a little bit or like that he's not so eager a lot of women get scared away by that eagerness I mean I don't know I don't know if I don't agree with that okay I think if a woman is like serious about finding love and doesn't want like I just feel like a guy should text her the next well, day he should like, have asked the her what I, I'm saying that he should ask her to text her when he gets home, wait for the text, and then send something, I had a great time with you, had a lovely night, something yeah. like that. And then wait until 5 p.m. and text her. Oh, God, 5 p.m. though. Oof. I mean, just so much could go wrong in that time period. I, I think maybe you, okay. you haven't been single long. Christina, it's been a while since you've been single. Well, Dan did that with Times me, are and changing. I thought it was perfect. Uh, you went a little bonkers no. sometimes when you wouldn't hear. No, but that's not, not in the first time. I thought it was great because you're uncertain in the beginning. You don't know what this yeah, person true. could be. and you. I was turned off by guys who were too, too much. Not me. <laughs> I don't know. I disagree. But it's okay. That's why. That's why that's we're supposed to disagree. Yeah. That's why it's that's why we're debating. Yeah. You know, as as a former member of my JV debate team <laughs> at Mala High School, when I would just I was the worst at JV debate. I didn't even know. Like I think I I just like blacked out all through high school and specific through specifically in debate team. I would just go because of the hot guys that were going to be lawyers. Like, I, oh, when I was younger, I literally was in debate so I could meet my future husband who could be an attorney. at Because we would go to different schools to do these things. And, like, so we grew up in a small town where we just – it was, like, the same people since we were in, like, a kindergarten. So any opportunity that I could go to different towns and meet those guys, I would. And I truly was – I mean, that was a great idea back then, you know, really thinking for my future. Well done young Alessandra but um no but I just had no idea and I was so good 
but I had no idea what I was talking about. I would say the status quo is just, it's incomprehensible. Did I know what any, I didn't know what the status quo meant until like year, until the end of the year. Like I never asked the question and then I would go off on a tangent. They would say one thing that I knew a little bit about because it was always about these like bizarre government things and I had just no idea what any of it meant. So then they would say something and then I would go on a tangent about it and they'd be like, this doesn't even make sense. And I'm like, aha, it doesn't, which is why your argument is incomprehensible. And then I had Ashley doing all of, she would write me notes of like things to say because she was the brains. She went to Harvard, right? Princeton. Princeton. Oh, I've always been supported by a smart, I've always been like supported by a smart woman. Trip down memory lane. Okay, next, Gone Girl. She wears a lot of designer brands. Gone Girl or it's just a girl thing. Oh, you guys. A girl thing. <laughs> it's of so course. funny. Because I was listening to Father Simon actually, who was saying for dating advice on his. He's not a matchmaker, oh, clearly, so but cute. he was saying dating advice to this guy who called in and wasn't sure how to find the right woman. And he said, Yeah, just if she's wearing tons of designer brands, probably not the right thing. Are you kidding me? Do not judge. Don't judge. <laughs> That is such, that's discrimination. That's why I put that. I that is discrimination. <laughs> Raise your hand if you've ever been personally victimized by Father Simon. Raise his hand. Um, but anyway. I, just, I think, he, I think his point thing. was, you just, even if it's not the designer brands, maybe that's just a physical show of it, but you want to be with someone who isn't a materialistic person whose only focus totally. is money and yeah. possessions and what the next Hermes bag looks like or whatever they are. <laughs> oh my gosh. Clearly I'm <laughs> Oh my gosh, are you even my sister? Are you even No, it's true. And also, I mean, I don't I don't know. I think that as as Bethany Frankel once said, if you marry for money, you end up paying the rest of your life. That's true. That's so true. of course that's not the, you know, don't you know, that you don't want a girl who is just looking is just get so uh, you know is spending her whole paycheck on a pair of Louboutins you know anyway okay so let's get into sisterly advice every week we answer a listener's burning question and every week we give her advice that only your sister would give you so this is also I just want to tell you guys that um, I put on my Instagram for a but for people to ask questions for this segment and I got so many responses so we'll be answering them over the course of the next few episodes also um I am planning on doing like a little bit of answering from some of the other questions that didn't make that didn't make the cut you know um there's only one that we could well there are two we're doing two today okay so go for it okay here's a question from our network women asking men out dot 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 do or don't and how to double question mark great I love this Christina what do you think well we've I think we've figured out that we're doing the mantle with five of the most eligible men in in Beverly Hills literally in Beverly Hills (laughs) right we did a mantle 
which was a panel, panel of, of men. Successful men. A successful, attractive, attractive tall. Yeah, Dan was on that panel before we got married, actually. Yeah, we had a, we had two six foot fivers on that thing. <laughs> six foot six. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we had Dan Mateo. Mateo was six six. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and then we had Eric rocking their industry. Truly. <laughs> no, honestly, that I, I don't think that LA has ever seen a group of more eligible bachelors. Yeah. I think they're all... Christian got married. Christian got married. Dan's married. Mm -hmm. Mateo, I don't know. Yeah, the guys, though, I mean, they were amazing. And then we have David. Oh, my gosh, the little, little, um, what's it called, starter? Spitfire. Oh, he was a spitfire, all right, (laughs) saying all the things I didn't want women to do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, sleep with a guy on the first date. Oh, you know, we're not going to judge you. Oh, Yeah. Dan countered all of that, though, I, I think. <laughs> anyway, so let's let's answer this question. Yes, yes. I, they all said don't. And even David, I think. Even David. Very, even very David. kind of radical. S- super <laughs> radical <laughs> extremist. In, a, in the way of, oh, do whatever you want. That's what we mean yeah. by that. No, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, we always say, you know, men men do love a chase mm-hmm. but they also need to know that there's the potential like right. if they're going to ask you out that you will say yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so it's not about like the whole thing is you you don't need you just need to flirt with them mm-hmm. really like if you want a guy to ask you out flirt with him yeah, just nice. flirt with have him have a good time enjoy yourself we don't like the word flirt just have a good time with have them. a good time with them be playful be joyful yeah, you know be you, dance be you. have fun right. just enjoy enjoy it don't make it too serious and just have fun mm-hmm. and then and then and, and just flirt as well though they have to give an indication that that, that they're attracted to them in some way right, because right. a lot of guys like I remember even I remember I went to a wedding and there was a guy that I actually ended up dating for a while and he had told me I was like oh my gosh like he had asked me out at the wedding and um or he we met at the wedding and then he asked me out after the wedding mm-hmm. and I remember he was saying yeah like I loved talking to you the other girls there were just so snobby and like didn't even like look at me they they barely gave me the time and he's hot so I knew that it wasn't because they weren't into him so it was just like I was playful I was flirty I was having fun with him I was just like enjoying I wasn't think I wasn't like oh my god I love you so much be my future husband I was just enjoying and like flirting like I flirted with him so he then knew oh okay she like touched my shoulder or she touched my arm or she told me that oh my gosh it's such a big muscle or something (laughs) like that like because that's also like my I also your personality yeah I don't mean to cut you off or you finish your sentence finish it's fine I've been monologuing (laughs) (laughs) it's not a very common occurrence oh my gosh I know I'm just it's usually really hard to get me to say anything Well, I will say that's your personality. Some people don't, I don't like the term, I don't like to use the term flirt, but I do like, I know that that's, do you know that that's one of the pillars of matchmakers in the city? Well, and when I'm talking about things, I don't talk about it like that because I think it's just being, having fun, being, being happy and joyful and enjoying a conversation. Yeah. And I don't think it's about, because some people might think of flirting as putting on a little bit of of fake femininity and mm-hmm. I don't like I don't like pe- people being fake and 
I think sometimes mm. that's you know I'm doing my talk the Jane Austen talk yes. about fem- femininity toxic femininity toxic femininity and toxic masculinity or what is it active femininity what were you calling it fake femininity fake femininity put, yeah. yeah and that's what I don't artificial want people, femininity yeah artificial yeah. femininity and I don't want people putting on if they don't understand what Alessandra's definition of that is more just being herself and having a good yeah, time. Yeah, because I am so flirty. She's like that. That's my personality. I'm not like, my personality isn't like that. No. I, I am, I'm, <laughs> I'm not fun. I basically, don't talk to me. My next job is going to be working in a mortuary. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. You're so, that's not. She's no, joking. I have a great time. I'm very social, mm-hmm. but I just don't like that term. So I don't want people to get tripped yeah, up by that Yeah, you're not flirtatious. Term. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But also, ladies, lean into your femininity. Right. And honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a little Enjoy secret. It. I'm going to tell you a little secret. It's fun to be flirty. <laughs> that as somebody who lives my life in a state of flirtation, it's so much more fun to go about life in a way of flirting than to go about life in such a serious, boring way. Not to say that you're boring and serious, but I'm just telling ladies, like, I think that the more you work on it for yourself, like, I know, I guess I wasn't always so comfortable talking to guys. I remember when I was in college, I think I've told this story before, like, on the podcast, but I remember when I was in college, I, one of my girlfriends, I was talking to this guy who was, like, attractive. I didn't necessarily think he was attractive for me, but for whatever reason, he just made me nervous. So I remember just, I was kind of a little awkward in the conversation, and then one of my girlfriends looked at me and called me out in front of him and was like, Allie, why are you being so awkward? (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh like this is because I didn't know how to talk to guys I did I really didn't know that I thought were cute anyway because like I said we grew we kind of were raised with like the same people so I kind of like I I would meet boys and that were different and I got so excited and then I got nervous and I didn't really know what to do so I think like years of practice I've just become so much more comfortable with just talking to people in general but especially talking to guys that I find remotely attractive therefore and now just the way being a matchmaker in my daily life that's just how I live so I think it's just yeah it's important just you evolve and like I'm like I said I've been in both sides of the equation it's just more fun to flirt and to live your life in a state of flirt you know and I flirt with everybody Mm-hmm. Everybody, okay. and I and I live. You know, I live a good life. Magical yeah. things happen when you flirt. Right. You know, and, and exactly. If that term doesn't work for you, <laughs> except just... for married men, I never flirt with married men. Exactly, or men in relationships. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Exactly, and it just it, as we said, if that term makes you feel uncomfortable, yes. just think about it being joyous and happy. Okay, I don't Great. think we have time for the second question. Next time we will. Yeah, we'll get we back do to it. To do a catching yeah. up with the Contes. Yes. And uh, what's going on this upcoming week? A lot is go is going on in this upcoming yes. week. Alessandra. Well, I'm going actually to a it's it's a whiskey tasting event on oh Saturday, my gosh. and then which will be really fun for Dan's birthday. And I've oh never yeah, been we went to Dan's birthday like that. It was already it already happened. It already happened. But this is his little birthday yeah. thing that we're doing so I mean you're trying to kind of steal my thunder (laughs) um so you guys 
I'm a year older. I know it's hard to believe because I just I'm I'm Benjamin Buttoning ben- as we speak. Benjima. I'm Benjima. <laughs> I'm Benjima. I'm Buttoning as we speak. But it was my birthday yesterday. No, the day before yesterday. And so every year, except for last year, because I was going, I was like moving to New York casually. I have had my birthday party for the past like seven years at Sophie Town. Ta- oh. Oh no. Okay. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to tell you guys where I'm having it, even though it's going to be on my Instagram and everything. Like stalkers, like if guys, if there are stalkers out there, please just don't stalk me. I'm a nice girl. But anyway, so I'm going to have it in Beverly Hills somewhere on Saturday and it will be really fun. And yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited to celebrate my birth, you know, to celebrate my birth. Can't wait. And then actually. I'll, yeah, and the next week, and I we have a matchmakers in the city sponsored cake. Yes, and balloons. and balloons and some paraphernalia. <laughs> Hopefully, the people. Yeah, just cupcakes. cupcakes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it's yes. sponsored just partially. Wonderful. Yeah, and so then anyway. I'm going to be speaking at the Jane Austen Society of North America conference next week next weekend and doing my oh my i can't believe that that's coming coming up up so quick it happened insane and that will be in williamsburg virginia and then going here to see and um, dc and new york city yeah yeah for our clients in those cities yeah i used to do the trips to new york or now we're now natalie you dolly all the girls are going everybody's going to new york everybody's gone (laughs) okay you guys Thank you so much for listening, and we're just sending you a big hug and praying for you that the right man is or woman, or woman is right around the corner, and also that your steps are guided and that you can just live your best life filled with happiness and flirtation and love. Yes, and feel free to follow us on Facebook at Matchmakers in the City. Go to our website, www.matchmakersinthecity.com. And then also to you can DM questions um, that you guys have to at Matchmaker Alessandra Conte. Okay, and then Christina's is Matchmaker Christina Conte. Okay, bye guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dating in the City. For more information on how to be matched by one of our matchmakers, visit www.matchmakersinthecity.com.